Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, offering insights and practices for spiritually conscious living today with Rev. Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. To ask questions or join the discussion, email us at yogahour at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Rev. Ellen Grace O'Brien. Welcome to the Yoga Hour, our time to open our hearts and our minds to the infinite. I'm Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien, and I'll be sharing with you today some insights and practices from the spiritual tradition of yoga, the ancient science of self and God realization. Yoga is a familiar word to many today, but not everyone is aware that it refers to this ancient philosophy and practice for oneness, awakening to our inherent wholeness, bringing our attention and our awareness to consciously abide in our essential nature, knowing the truth of what we are and abiding in that consciousness that is self-realization, knowing our true spiritual nature and living in harmony with it. This is the heart and soul of yoga. And speaking of heart, today we are going to be taking a look at how divine love is expressed through devotion and service. Our topic is the divine song. We'll be looking at universal love and oneness with spirit that can be guiding principles for our lives as we bring the path, uh, yoga paths of bhakti, devotion, and karma yoga, selfless service together. And joining us today for our conversation is Swami Nirvanananda. Swamiji was born in Italy and named uh, Giorgio um, Krish by his parents, a Catholic mother and Lutheran father. In 1975, something happened. He read the autobiography of a yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda, and his life made a dramatic turn, and he began his spiritual journey in earnest. Giorgio took Kriya Yoga Initiation from Swami Haraharananda, disciple of Yogananda's Guru Sri Yukteswar. 
and um, later took monastic vows and became Swami Nirvanananda Saraswati, meaning the bliss of freedom from suffering. And he merges the teachings of Kriya Yoga with the devotional aspect of Bhakti Yoga and the charitable path of Karma Yoga, expressing uh, unity in the diversity of many paths and religions, all leading to the same goal, universal love and oneness with spirit. Swami Nirvanananda travels around the world singing and raising money to help children in India receive proper nutrition and education. And we'll be talking more about his projects uh, during the program, and you'll have an opportunity to hear his music as well. And I want to point you to his website, which is easy. It's Nirvanananda, N-I-R-V-A. N-A-N-A-N-D-A dot org, nirvananda dot org. Welcome, Swamiji. I'm delighted uh, to be talking with you this morning on the Yoga Hour. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. It's just, it sounds like you're in the next room. Really good to be with you. Before we um, begin to talk about the spiritual path of yoga, let's take just a moment for a centering meditation, shall we? Yes, One life, one power, one presence, called by many names, is the source and the support of all that is. So let us open our hearts and our minds in this moment to that divine omnipresence. Simply become aware of your breath, and as you breathe in, feel that you're breathing into your heart, into the essence of your being. Breathing in, remember, I am divine. Breathing out, all is divine. Breathing in, Remember, I am divine. Breathing out, all is divine. As you gently breathe in and out, aware of your breath, remembering this divine life, that you live. Just let a smile gently come to your face. Know that in this moment you can be happy, you can be peaceful, you can be free because that is your essential nature. And as you touch the peace that emanates from your essence of being, invite that peace now to pervade 
the mental field, your emotional nature, and your physical body. And let us invite that peace now to overflow as a blessing for all that we meet today and for all beings everywhere. Although the term Kriya Yoga uh, is a generic term and it can describe any path of action supporting self and God realization by removing obstacles uh, to our experience of wholeness or samadhi, the experience of oneness. It also refers to the specific path and practice um, that Paramahansa Yogananda brought to the West in 1920. Um, Ji is the author of the now famous spiritual classic, Autobiography of a Yogi. Um, and this book, of course, has transformed many lives, including um, that of my guru, Roy Eugene Davis, who, when he read it as a teenager, um, you know, just knew immediately that he had found his path and his spiritual guru, Paramahansa Yogananda, traveled across country to to meet him. And um, it seems that you have something similar in your story, Swamiji, that this, this book was really a catalyst for your spiritual growth as well. Can you tell us about that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, my life changed completely right after reading the autobiography of a yogi. It's a book uh, that I was given by a friend. I never bought it, actually. <laughs> and uh, when I read it, uh, I felt that uh, my life uh, could have uh, f- found a completely different way of expressing. Uh, you know, really, um, I was a before I was a student. I was an employee in an insurance company, and uh, after reading the book, I quit completely uh, my job <laughs> and started completely a new way of living. Mm. True, that, uh, that is a, that is a dramatic change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist actually, uh, and. That- uh, um, I felt really, through the words of uh, Yoganandaji, that all my questions that I've been uh, roaming and roaming in my mind for years, they all got an answer, just Mm -hmm. reading his book, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm. That is a beautiful, beautiful um, story of, you know, how you began. And as you describe it, of course, I can feel it too, that it would have such an impact that would mm-hmm. cause you to then take on a new direction. So you sought out receiving initiation, which you did from uh, Swami Hariharananda, a brother disciple to Yoganandaji, and um, a disciple of Sri Yukteswar. And then I know also you've received initiation from Roy Eugene Davis, uh, an, another uh, direct disciple of Paramahansa and the spiritual director of Center for Spiritual Awareness. So you received initiation and then um, 
began to uh, practice uh, Kriya Yoga. And how do you, how does this practice um, support you day to day? You know, there was the big change and then, you know, I think we get inspired and then we have the, uh, we have to do our sadhana, right? We have the spiritual work yeah. to do. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But, you know, I always felt like uh, the guru took me on the top of the mountain with a helicopter. I could see everything. Then I was brought down again in the valley, and <laughs> through the sadhana, I had to climb on the top. But, you know, I saw from the top the reality of God. That mm. was the impact. So mm. strong. Mm. And, and <laughs> but, of course, the sadhana is uh, the main thing. Mm. Because then we have to bring our lives into harmony with that truth that we have glimpsed or realized. And, of course, now you have been doing that for many years um, through, uh, through the, really the paths of devotion, bhakti yoga and karma yoga. Um, you know, these are very strong in you. And of course, with your your music and uh, the service work that you do in India, so um, you know, how have you found um, Kriya Yoga to be a support for you to be able to express your devotional nature and uh, and your desire to serve? Yeah, it is something that. Uh you know, uh, at the beginning, it's like a seed. It's uh, hidden under the ground. And uh, slowly, through the sadhana, you water it. And then slowly you see how the plant is growing, growing, becoming stronger. And uh, I felt that my way of... I was a musician before also. But I, f- I didn't feel happy at all with uh, the music. Mm-hmm. Was playing and singing, so I completely changed also my way of uh, being a musician. Mm. I, you know, Swamiji, I have I have also found that whatever talents you know I had before, or whatever life experiences that God and gurus then seem to take them and transform them. <laughs> It, so yeah, it, it becomes useful, you know, something that that can serve. And, um, you know, certainly that is, is true uh, in what I see with your music and your service. And, you know, in the, in the basic sadhana of, of Kriya Yoga, really uh, just the three elements that we find, you know, in Patanjali's Yoga Sutra of self-discipline, self-study, and self-surrender. You know, when you look at that, you can see mm-hmm. karma yoga in there, self-discipline, not for oneself alone, right? Or in self-study, yes. <laughs> we see jnana yoga, wisdom path, and self-surrender um, is really is really bhakti, and um, and. So it's it's all yeah. there for us, and it's such a support that um, you know we're able to, you know, I think express 
also our individual nature. You know, when we look at the lives of uh, Paramahansa Yogananda, who was so devotional, right? And then his guru, who was so jnana yoga, wisdom yeah, yoga yeah. oriented. Um, yeah, you know, true. We see there's there's room. Uh, there's room. And so, why don't we take a moment now and listen to uh, one of your beautiful chants. There's one called Prema. And of course, Prema is the supreme love, the divine love. And so, let us uh, listen to Swamiji's chant. portion of the song Prema from uh, Swami Nirvanananda. You're listening to the Yoga Hour with Swamiji as our guest today. You can find out more about his service work and his music at nirvanananda.org. And he will be a special guest at the upcoming Kriya Yoga Congress in San Jose, California, March 7th through 9th, 2013. Go to csecenter.org for more information. After the break, we'll talk about Bhakti Yoga, the yoga of divine love as a path of awakening. We'll be right back with you.
If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world. Hi, my name is Lynn Twist. I'm the author of The Soul of Money. If you're struggling right now with a financial crisis, I recommend going to www.unityfm and listening to our course about the soul of money and how to handle this in a way that brings out the deep spirituality that's available at this time. You know, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. Join author Lynn Twist for the blessing of the financial crisis. You'll learn new techniques to use the current economic situation to redefine your relationship with money. It's available now for immediate download at unity.fm in the video download section. Reverend Paulette's mantra is, it's all a prayer. Tune in every Tuesday as Unity Minister Paulette Pipe leads you in meditation and prayer on touching the stillness. Make no mistake, this is not nap time. With an energy that will captivate you, touching the stillness will guide you in deep meditation, leaving you enlivened. Hear astounding meditations and learn more about different forms of meditation. Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. Whether you have a prayer request for yourself or for a loved one or are ready for a deepened meditation experience, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time, where we'll be joining in consciousness with the unceasing prayer activity of the Silent Unity 24-7 Prayer Ministry at Unity Village. That's Touching the Stillness with Rev. Paulette Pipe every Tuesday right here on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Letting go in the stillness. You're listening to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien. We now return to the Yoga Hour. Welcome back to the Yoga Hour. I'm Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien, and my guest today is Swami Nirvanananda. And I hope you enjoyed that little taste of his beautiful chanting in the last segment, the song uh, Prema about divine love. Um, the Sanskrit is, is, was a prayer for taking refuge in a Satguru, in the true Guru, that um, divine 
presence uh, that leads us to liberation of consciousness. And the prayer, uh, may thy love shine forever on the sanctuary of my devotion. It's a prayer of Paramahansa Yogananda, so beautifully offered in that chant. And again, for more information about Swamiji's CDs, his music, you can visit nirvanananda.org. Um, Swamiji, you've traveled around the world and, of course, now produced many CDs. Um, it, having chanting as an integral element of really bhakti yoga, developing uh, love and uh, devotion. Um, and so tell us about your experience with devotional chanting and how it supports uh, meditation and so forth. Um, I would say that uh, the devotional chanting should inspire uh, Shanti with us to feel the peace of God. So we can use also uh, any kind of devotional chant that can inspire our heart to open to the divine expression of love. This is uh, from my experience. It's what I'm when I'm when I'm sit there. Really, I chanting, but I'm at the same time I'm meditating because I cannot chant without meditating. Mm-hmm. So there are two things that are so related, so one into the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I feel is that everybody can feel this peace. Mm-hmm. I think that is so beautifully said that to make that connection that. Devotional chanting can um, bring forth this peace, you know, which is innate to our being. You know, what we're really doing, of course, is quieting the mind and opening the heart, you know, through this way of devotion, this love for God. However you think of God, you know, I find it doesn't really matter. Um, it's just the direction of of the heart and... Um, of course, Parmansaji said, "If you if you chant, um, you know you're halfway there <laughs> to, yeah, to meditation." And I was thinking this morning about the story when he was at Carnegie Hall and he he wanted to chant, and uh, one of the American devotees said, "Oh no, you know Americans would, would not be so receptive to that practice from the East." And and Yoganandaji said, "No, well, you know I, I I think it will work out fine." And and it turned out that he he had them chanting at Carnegie Hall for one hour, over an hour, uh, chanting, Oh God, beautiful. Um, because, you know, he said it just spoke, it spoke to that universal um, heart and soul, a love for God that is with, within everyone. And, of course, that is what uh, your music does as well. And, and I've noticed that you, you know, chant in many different languages um, besides Sanskrit, of course, um, Italian, which I, I take as your native language but also I hear a few other languages on your CDs as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah also in German because my Mm -hmm. father was German so Mm -hmm. I can speak German in German Mm. and a little French or Spanish also Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and it's lovely to to hear to hear and I and, and when I was listening to the other day you were doing the same chant but doing it you know verses in the different languages and still the the feeling 
is there and the um, sense of uh, opening the heart to peace. You know, one of the interesting phenomena that's happening in the West, and I don't hear in the U.S., and I don't know how it is in Europe, is that, you know, kirtans are becoming popular um, and there's a whole spectrum of how that's going on. You know, it's going on in, in churches where they would, you know, ordinarily yeah. wouldn't have been done before and in yoga centers and then big um, festivals where there's kirtan. And um, some of it, of course, is quite uh, devotional and some of it also is a little more like uh, our rock and roll music in yeah, the west <laughs> and so well you know what is your experience of that swamiji um, you know when i was young i also came out of uh, a rock and roll band so mm. i think it's this kind of in the, in the blood of um, could you repeat? Could you repeat? Could you repeat, but Swamiji? Because the, in the we are working. Yeah. Could you repeat? Yeah. Because I think we, it's, uh, it's since we are living in the West, uh, this kind of music is for m- much more familiar to us. So if we are singing uh, the classical way uh, for the bhajans, maybe could not be so well understood, but. Uh, I think uh, that if we can offer the same devotion in the way that uh, we can uh, accept and also understand, it's much better. Mm-hmm. And also, even it is sometimes rajasic, you know, rajasic uh, can be very good to remove tamas. Mm-hmm. And uh, this world is full of tamas. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I yeah. would say it's, it's a good way to reach the satric at the end, the satric uh, devotional aspect. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's a very good point. And just for our listeners, not maybe not familiar with those terms, we're talking about the qualities in nature, and uh, sattva is associated with peace, um, which is really the goal of chanting, as Swamiji mentioned. Um, but when we have music that is very intense and uh, kind of fast-paced, um, like rock and roll, it tends to be more rajasic, which, um, as an element in nature that is energizing but can also lead to restlessness Um, and so we want to be able to go beyond that quality of um, restlessness to the quality of peace Um, but the the other quality of course is tamas guna which is a kind of heaviness lethargy or depression and so the, the quick pace of rock and roll picks up the um, the quality yeah. of Thomas Guna but if you don't get beyond the Rajas Guna then um, it is not uh, necessarily so helpful so we want to aim uh, aim for yeah. sat- for peace and let's let's listen to another of your chants now Swamiji this one is called um, Master's Eyes and of course it is a tribute um, to Paramahansa Yogananda, and if you have seen his photo, uh, you will understand uh, why. It's so much 
can be perceived simply. Even looking at his photograph, I think one of the reasons that Autobiography of Yogi, of course, has sold so much is simply his image that transmits his consciousness. So uh, let's listen to Master's Eyes. The light shone from the master. How the light shone from the master. How the light shone from the master's the truth Listening to the devotional chant, The Master's Eyes by Swami Nirvanananda, our guest on the Yoga Hour today. And um, this chant, of course, does speak for itself, but um, Swamiji, what would you like to tell us about it? Uh, you know, this is, uh, <laughs> I think it's a very famous song that I heard in the ashram uh, when I was uh, visiting in Hawaii. And they were singing, uh, this is a Van Morrison song, actually. But uh, we we were feeling, really, the presence of the guru. Mm. When we 
were singing that that uh, it became so so beautiful. Well, it is really in the deepest love of Yogananda Ji. Yeah, it's really you can certainly feel it when you're singing it, and you're, you know, I understand that your musical offering of love is not only an expression of bhakti, the way of devotion, but it's also part of your karma yoga path, your your service in the world, because it is uh, the way that you uh, raise funds for the charitable work that you do uh, in India. Um, so before we break on um, this segment, will you tell us a little bit about um, your life mission that opened up to you after you met Father Marion uh, Zalazic, um, who was helping the children in Puri. And of course, Puri is a holy city of pilgrimage for devotees of God. And especially it's important to um, those who practice Kriya Yoga because they travel there to visit Karar Ashram of Sri Yukteswar. So tell us about going to Puri and meeting uh, Father um, Marion and what happened. Yes, um you know, after reading the autobiography, I, uh, uh, biggest desire was to see the places that the Yogananda. While I was there, every day I would go and meditate in the Mahasamadhi of Suryukteswar, and it was so beautiful. And uh, I spent a long time there. And suddenly, um, one evening, I met uh, uh, somebody who told me, would you like to meet an Italian nun? Maybe otherwise you will forget uh, your language. So I said, well, that's a good idea. And so I was introduced uh, to a sister, an Italian sister, and she brought me to, to visit the leper's colony. The leper's colony was uh, founded by Father Marian some years before, and I was so impressed by his work that I felt I, I need and I want to help him. Mm. And so you have really been doing that uh, ever since, and of course a big um, part of that work is providing um, education for these children who are isolated from the rest of society. And uh, when I read about your work, I thought about, you know, Parmahansaji's um, emphasis on education as well, you know, in founding the boys' school at, at Ranchi. And so what is your thought about um, education for these children, and why does it make such a difference? Yes, it is uh, really... It gives a, a very new hope to all these children. Um, you know, the caste system in India is actually is not uh, existing anymore. But still, the uh, children, even if they are healthy children uh, from the leper's economy, they are not allowed to go to a normal school. That's why we started, it's like we need to give them a school. And uh, through the education, 
they really can change their life. Instead of begging on the street, they become uh, engineers. You know, there is a young boy that I met last year. He, he came also from the leper's colony, and now he's working in the States. Mm. It's a miracle. Oh, and and really, it's it's the way that miracles work, which is the path of divine love opens our hearts in compassion, and then we can become instruments of the divine. You're listening to the Yoga Hour with Swami Nirvanananda. And uh, you'll have an opportunity to meet Swamiji um, if you would like to attend the upcoming International Kriya Yoga Congress in San Jose, which is March 7th through 9th, 2013. Go to csecenter.org for more information. You're invited to join us there. And we'll be right back with you after the break. Affirm the good that flows within you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word. The path to God is not long or difficult or complex. Wherever I am, whatever I am doing, I pause and bring awareness to the one spirit that is within me. I open my mind to the thought of one creative energy enlivening me in the world. I open my heart to the one love that is the essence of life. This love, God's love, is within us all. Spirit needs no books or rituals, wealth or architecture to reveal itself. It is as intimate as a touch and as vast as the infinity of space. I am at peace in the simple knowing that wherever I am, God is. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word Digital Magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. Just what does that dream mean? Ever wake up from a crazy dream and wonder what it meant? Have you had a recurring dream all your life and you just can't get it to stop? Get all your questions about dreams and dream interpretation answered by the leading expert in the field. Unity Online Radio is home to America's leading dream expert, Dr. Michael Lennox. And on Mondays at 2 p.m. Central, the doctor is definitely in. Tune in to Dream Interpretation with Dr. Michael Lennox, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with Rev. Ellen Grace O'Brien. If you have a question, please submit it via email at yogahour at unity.fm, and we will respond. Now, back to the Yoga Hour. Welcome back to the Yoga Hour. I'm Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien, and my guest today is Swami Nirvanananda. To find out more about his music and his charitable work, um, visit his website, 
nirvanananda.org. Before the break, we were talking about uh, the service work that you do in India um, with Father uh, Marion in Puri, um, providing um, support for education for the children of uh, lepers who live in leper colonies there who wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity to have education. And, you know, when we are engaged in karma yoga, karma yoga means oneness through service. It it means um, selfless service. And, of course, not seeing ourselves as the doer, but understanding that we are instruments of God. And it seems that, you know, when we do that, um, we have the opportunity to witness, I think, on a grander scale, how divine grace opens doors. You know, we, we can see it in our personal lives, but when we dedicate ourselves to something bigger, um, we get a bigger view. <laughs> At least that's been my experience. So tell us about how you have seen grace at work uh, in the work that you do, uh, Swamiji. Yeah, visiting every year the school and the lepers' village, I realized how their their life, also the parents' life, changed. Because at the beginning, you know, there was some uh, tamasic ideas, like oh, if my children go to school, they will not go and beg and get money for me, unfortunately. Uh, but... Uh, after some time, I realized that they changed, and now they all want that their children go to school so that they their life can change completely. This is the really the biggest miracle I could see. And when these children, instead of being beggars, become, as I said, many of them become engineers or have very good jobs, also not in India abroad, it's, that's a really completely changing their lives. Mm. And this education is for girls as well as boys. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We have several now. We have several schools. Some are in the jungle, and the schools in the jungle are following mainly the girls because they are more disadvantaged. But in Puri, uh, the Beatrix School, the main school now. You know, the father's dream was uh, to uh, have a larger school because uh, he could just build it up to the seventh class. And it, this is another miracle because last in uh, last year, I would say in 2011, we started to dig the foundation of the new school. And uh, I just yesterday got an email from Puri's saying, we are reaching the roof mm. floor. This So the sound was breaking up a little bit, Swamiji, but I think I heard you say that you got an email from Puri that now um, the school, they're able to build upon the school, which is really wonderful. And um, I know you have another project, too, which is about providing um, nutrition. It's a cup of milk, making sure that the children are getting spiritually nourished. Yeah, in the Lepers Village, uh, we have many children, and uh, our goal is to provide 
that they get for sure at least one cup of milk a day. This is mm-hmm. one of the projects mm-hmm. we have. I meant to say physically nourished, and I said spiritually nourished, but of course the the two the two are inseparable um you know it is very hard for someone who is is hungry to um be able to to meditate and fulfill their potential so um you I would like to go to another one of your songs this morning um because it is serving karma yoga is is really the awareness that it is the divine serving the divine and this is the path of awakening you know not seeing others as less than but of course seeing you know there's only only one and you have a beautiful song that is called remind me so uh let us listen now to the chant it is remind me Remind Me by Swami Nirvanananda. And all the chants you've heard on the program today are on the CD called Master's Eyes, and they're available on his website, nirvanananda.org. And I want to thank uh, Unity 
uh, FM's uh, sound engineer, Jeff Comfort. This morning, Jeff, thank you for um, making it possible for us to hear those chants on the program this morning. Um, before we conclude, um, Swamiji, we have just a moment, and I would like to ask you um, just to tell us what gives you hope for the spiritual awakening in our world today. My hope uh, is uh, in the words of the Guru, because uh, I feel that following the Guru, uh, the best side, the best aspect of our life can uh, really blossom. So I think uh, if everybody is sincere, can really feel that uh, this uh, Dwapara Yuga, as Sayyuptasa used to say, we are in Dwapara Yuga, and in a period of ascending. So we are going to the light, to the light of God. So this will manifest in, in the world, in, in everybody's life. It will take some time, but uh, to know that we are in an ascending period, going towards God, this is my really deepest hope. Mm, thank you, Swamiji. Beautiful reminder, remind, reminding us again <laughs> who we are and that this time we are living in is a time of awakening, of spiritual awakening globally. Um, we are so looking forward to being with you and chanting with you at the upcoming International Kriya Yoga Congress in San Jose, March 7 through 9, 2013. And all the listeners are invited. Go to csecenter.org. Uh, and click on the Congress banner to find out more information. You'll have an opportunity then to also meet um, and study with Roy Eugene Davis, a direct disciple of Parmansa Yogananda. And it has been a joy to share this yoga hour with you. Thank you, Swamiji, for joining Thank me you. today. Thank and you I want to... Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I want to uh, invite our... Uh, listeners, again, next week we have a program called Divine Alchemy, How Yoga and America Are Changing Each Other. And Phil Goldberg, author of American Veda, will be back with us. I look forward to being with you next time. Until then, remember to let your inner light shine into the world and to share your peace and your joy with all that you meet. Bye, everyone. Bye, Swamiji. Thank you Bye-bye. again. Bye-bye. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien. Join us every Thursday morning at 10 Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, for practical, purposeful methods for spiritually conscious living every day. The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by friends and members of the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California, a ministry in the tradition of Kriya Yoga, the ancient science of self and God realization www.csecenter.org Request free literature by writing info at csecenter.org If I were brave I'd walk the rain
is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? A relationship you'd like to improve? Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream? According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment from Reverend Joan Gattuso and Unity Magazine is brought to you by Unity. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels, live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA Unity ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 